Good afternoon. I am Brianna Strand. And I am Shauna Schellenberg. And we are currently studying science for the Bachelor of Education program. This is our oral exam, and we are going to begin by talking about our formal and informal experiences in science education. So, Shauna, what was your formal experience like in science throughout the years? So, for me, I graduated in 2012, so that's quite a few years ago now. And when I took science in high school, what I remember is that it was a lot of labs and tests and note-taking. We did have a few science experiments here and there that I remember. I do not remember any First Nations um, content incorporated at all. I, I feel like all the science education that I re- education that I received was from a Western point of view. And we did, we did have one teacher who liked to go outside, and so he did do a lot of trips and incorporation of nature into his science lesson in my grade <coughs> seven and eight years. And then once I moved up to higher levels, so grade nine to 12, we didn't really do a lot of outdoor education. And I yeah. also remember having a lot of in class, lots of lectures, no land-based learning. The only thing I remember is in the younger grades going to the wetlands to look at the pond, the different bugs, the environment there, and that is the only land-based learning I remember. Everything else was done in the classroom and we did do a few experiments like you said, a few labs here and there. And even in the four years I took nursing, we it was all lectures and taking notes. There was a few hands-on activities, but again, no, no land-based learning, nothing related to our environment. It was strictly in the classroom. And I also remember classes being focused on giving us the info to prepare for the test. That was the main focus. Yeah. A few a few experiences or experiments that stick out to me. We did some dissecting of the pig's heart. We did we would go to the forest and collect sticks and or like trees and make a a, a table kind of like a cross curricular extra thing that my one science teacher would do but for the majority I just remember being in the lab looking at slides and yeah that was kind of like a summary of my formal education so like very little hands-on work there was yeah the labs and dissections but other than that there was little to no hands-on work and I think that's very important to include in your classroom because not all students learn by taking notes or listening to someone talk. So it's important to include those hands-on activities 
Yeah, and when I think back to my elementary science, I have very little to, like, no memory of my recollection other than going to the IMAX center. And so I think that just shows that it obviously wasn't very impactful for me or there wasn't maybe a lot of hands-on because mm-hmm. I feel like the more hands-on it is, the more you remember it. And so I think that me not having very a very big memory of it maybe means that we probably didn't do a lot of hands-on. So just so that's something that we can look at for ourselves when we're future teachers is that we didn't have very great experiences in the science classroom. Nothing that really stands out. So when we are in our own classrooms, we want to have those impactful experiences that students will remember years from now. Um, So I guess now we can talk a little bit more about our informal science education. So Brandon, do you want to talk about some of your (coughs) informal science experiences? So some informal things I remember are um, what what I saw in the news or what was shown in the media. Um, My family hunted and fished. we did live on a farm, so I had the farm experience. Um, playing, I played outside a lot as a kid, which is something that I think is different now than it was when I was a kid. I don't think kids are outside as much now, so that's one piece of the informal education that they, that they aren't getting. Um, I think when it comes to informal education, we have to take our own initiatives to go out and find resources, find information to broaden our understanding of science. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so like Brianna, I also grew up on a farm, and so I did learn a lot about science by living on the farm about what animals eat, what they need to be healthy, and how crops work, how the seasons and weather factors, how they affect crops and growth, and um, different things like that that were very informative, but were very informal. And also things like baking and cooking, you learn about how different temperatures affect the cooking process and the ingredients, how yeast affects bread and baking soda and different things like that. Also, just like Brenna said, outdoors in general, you just being outside, you observe a lot of things, the changes in nature, the trees, the seasons, and you gain a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge from being outside that you necessarily wouldn't you could learn about in the classroom but might not have as big of an impact of actually seeing it and experiencing it outdoors. I think our informal education too will depend on our experiences and our location like somebody who lives here in Saskatchewan as compared to somebody who lives in Australia is going to have a different informal experience than us. Um, Something else, uh, if you're a child who's inside all the time, not really 
involved in activities or have parents who work all the time. Like, there's lots of different factors that can influence our informal education. Whether those are positive or negative, again, depends on our experience. And then another point, too, that I want to add that is informal that you learn about science from the news and the media. Um, lots of times you can keep up with what's happening in the world of science through news and media and by keeping up to date on different articles that come up regarding maybe oil spills or global warming. That's also a huge educator on what's happening in the world of science that we that's not formal and that's something that we can get a lot of knowledge from as well. Especially today where technology is a huge factor in our lives. Um, everywhere you go, it's there. Um, the news, computers, um, articles, it's, it's everywhere you go. But the one thing you want to remember is having <clears throat> um, correct information. So, like, just because you see something on Facebook doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be true. So you want to make sure you're seeking out approved, approved and truthful resources. Awesome. So that is a summary on our formal and informal science education. For the second part of our discussion, we are going to move into a more science curriculum-based discussion and reflection. So, Brianna, do you want to tell me about what you've noticed that is in the new science curriculum? So, a few things I noticed about the new science curriculum is that a lot of it focuses on outcomes and indicators, something I know was not part of the old curriculum. And with that comes... Um, inclusion of cross-curricular content so not just looking at science but also looking at art English treaty education all those other factors Um, something else I noticed is that it is more inclusive so in the very beginning it talks about thanking those who helped make this curriculum and It doesn't only include education officials, but one thing I noticed is that it also thanks elders and traditional teachers that help make this curriculum. And I think that's really important to include the community and not just government officials or education officials, but all those other people that help contribute to our education. Um, Something else I noticed is that it is it's trying to keep up to date with where we are now so including technology in the curriculum and how that influences our scientific education and one other thing i wanted to point out is that it includes western and indigenous knowledge so like we talked about earlier we neither one of us really had indigenous content included in our school schooling years but now they're making an effort to have that in the curriculum 
Yeah, and one point I just want to add as well, the layout of the science curriculum, it has everything. It has the cross-curricular areas. It has um, what a scientific literate student should encompass. There's webs in there and there's visuals. It's really, this new science curriculum is really good. Um, yeah, and just to like, ref- like a reflection, like to kind of wrap up this the science curriculum it just basically reflects wholeness and interconnectedness of learning and it should be considered interrelated and mutually supportive so I think that's really like the focus of the new science curriculum yes and one other thing I want to add is this was stated in the curriculum the aim of k-12 science education is to enable all of Saskatchewan students to develop scientific literacy Scientific literacy today embraces Euro-Canadian and Indigenous heritage, both of which have developed an empirical and rational knowledge of nature. So it is acknowledging that it is not just a Western focus, but also an Indigenous focus as well. Um, The next thing we are going to discuss is the initiatives that are embedded in the scientific curriculum so Shauna what did you notice for initiatives so some of the initiatives that we noticed in um, the book we had about five different points so we talked about oral C inquiry traditional knowledge (coughs) gender equity and diversity so to focus directly on the five different initiatives. Um, for Oral C, we found that the curriculum talks a lot about communication and collaboration, so collaborating with your colleagues about the science curriculum, and not only your colleagues, but also families. Families are play a huge role in our students' education, and all of them have various backgrounds, so including them in the oral C portion of the curriculum too is important. Um, For inquiry, um, there was a few focuses and those included making observations, posing questions, examining resources, um, looking at previous information or our prior knowledge, planning investigations, seeking out resources, utilizing tools, critical thinking, and again, communicating. Um, For traditional knowledge, we were able to find quite a bit in the curriculum about traditional knowledge. Um, I have a quote that I pulled from the curriculum. It says, for First Nations people, the purpose of learning is to develop the skills, knowledge, values, and wisdom needed to honor and protect the natural world and ensure the long-term sustainability of life so again remembering that it is not just a western perspective but also a indigenous indigenous perspective too and not only those two but remembering that everybody has different cultural backgrounds and it's important to learn and understand about each year's students backgrounds For gender equity, 
I will hand this one over to Shauna. Yeah, so for gender equity, we discussed this in class. We had some discussions on whether or not male and females were treated the same in the science world. And we read a couple articles. So the one article we read was by Matthew W. Dunlop, and it's called The State of Gender Equity in Science Classroom. And so for the discussion that we had, we and ex- experiences that our class had as a whole, we basically found that there's still lots of areas for growth in gender equity in the science world. A lot of the students expressed that they felt the field was more male dominated and um, a couple of our classmates shared how the males were given more special attention or more feedback when they're answering questions in their university science classes compared to the females and um, yeah, I just think that there's just still room for growth and I think the curriculum is headed that way for more inclusion and gender equity in science. So just to build on that, um, one personal experience is since beginning university quite a few years ago, well not quite a few but about seven years ago, um, I've taken a few science classes and every instructor I have had has been male. Um, Fente was actually the first female science instructor I've had, so that just goes to show that there is still a gap of male and female in the science world. So now we are going to move into our final talking point, which is focused on traditional knowledge in the classroom. So Shauna, what have you noticed about traditional knowledge in the science curriculum? So in the science curriculum, I noticed that there is a lot of incorporation of traditional knowledge. Uh, There is lots of experience drawn from elders when they made the curriculum and lots of cross-curricular to First Nation content. And a quote that I found in the curriculum says that both scientific and Indigenous knowledge system value Systems value on an attitude, value, and ethics. These are more likely to be presented in a holistic manner in Indigenous knowledge systems. So I think it's just important to notice that the traditional science Indigenous um, knowledge is incorporated as well as the Western science. And one thing that I've noticed starting our pre-internship in the classroom being in the schools, I'm at MUC, MUCC this semester, and before O Canada, the intercom acknowledges that we are on Treaty Six territory before they sing O Canada in the schools, which I think is awesome because I know when I graduated we did not do that. So in the last seven years, they've incorporated that and moved towards at least acknowledging that the the treaty that we are on, which I think is important. <clears throat> One thing I would like to point out is that when looking at the outcomes and indicators, there is almost always some portion of inclusion of treaty content. And I think that's, that we're moving in the right direction. Unfortunately, it took this long to get there, but we are starting to make progress. 
Um, some things that we can do as educators in our own classrooms is staying informed. So taking those steps to um, taking those steps to <clears throat> find the information and keeping ourselves informed and up to date. Um, obviously, we, this stuff needs to be included in our teachings and for good reason too. So, <clears throat> you know, if you don't know something or if you're confused, there are resources out there. You can always ask an elder. Um, one big thing that stood out to me is the OTC resource kit, the white box. And we've talked about it quite a few times now and it is accessible for us as teachers. So that's one resource we have. <coughs> um, we talked about it last year and then again at the beginning of this year we had two days of OTC training so there is lots of information out there lots of resources we would like to acknowledge that we are all treaty people and it is important to utilize the science curriculum to um, build those positive relationships and foster reconciliation in our own classroom and it's important to do that in a way that is incorporates inclusive education and embraces diversity in the classroom hope you enjoyed our discussion and have a great day